Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. I'm back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. And later on the show, we are catching up with Grammy award-winning recording artist and star of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, Miss Candy Burris. So stick around for that. Uh, for now, sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. Let me say hello to Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Claudia? Well, everybody, happy what's today? Tuesday, happy Tuesday. It's Tuesday. How y'all feeling today? I'm struggling today. Mm. I just got. I just had the nap of life. I made a mistake. Not made a mistake. I woke up three o'clock this morning. I had a dream about a friend that I don't talk to anymore from high school. Mm-hmm. And I was the dream is just got me thinking about should I call this person? I've been this person has been heavy on my mind for the last couple of months. And I just don't know what this means. Like, I don't want this person back in my life. They brought a lot of discord, but then I'm like, well, we had, we've been knowing each other since the seventh grade. What are all these signs? So I'm just trying to figure it out. Soulmates. I need y'all to help me figure it out. Should I maybe, reach out to this person or should I let it be? Maybe a quick phone call out of curiosity and maybe keep it quick. And be, oh, I got another call. If it's about. Uh, well, Claudia, I'm in a, Pretty good mood. Actually, I'm in a I'm in an awesome mood. Um, you know, today was the day of my colonoscopy. I saw uh, that. Thank you. And I yeah. it's so funny. You and Q are used to this, but I'm not. So I've documented my colonoscopy because as you know, African American males have been diagnosed with colon cancer and prostate cancer because they leave it go unchecked. So I decided to do mine, even though I am like a year too late. And according to my doctor, they're even recommending at 45 years old. Anyway, I documented it on my Instagram story. When I came out of anesthesia, out of anesthesia and was in recovery, I, they gave me my phone. I opened up my phone. And when I tell you, I had over a hundred messages from our soulmates and our TGIF fans. And when I tell you that just overwhelmed me, I almost shed a tear because for me, that was the first time it ever happened to see people actually are very, you know, concerned about you mm-hmm. and open to see you on the show. So I want to say thank you to all the soulmates and all to the TGIF fans who sent a message, who sent um, recovery messages, feel better messages. It really won my heart. And I, I thank you all. How are you feeling now? Are you feeling OK? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I'm still a little foggy. Hopefully I don't say anything out of pocket, but I'm definitely feeling good. And they didn't find anything. They found one polyp. And we're going to discuss what that means in two days. Okay, good. Well, good for you. So they put you under for that, huh? You're totally under? Yes. yes. Wow. I I like being put under. Is that bad? <laughs> when you I'm come like, out mm-hmm. of it, you feel so good. Or you yeah. Get yeah. When I get my dental surgery, I'm like, yes. I, this is my favorite part. I know that's what they didn't give me any damn pain reliever. That's it. They didn't give you any pain meds? No, not. Not to take home. You a trooper. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm suffering ahead, a different. <laughs> Go ahead, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna let them. I'm gonna let them live this afternoon. This uh, you can go ahead. I'm gonna let them live. Nah, go ahead. I'm gonna let you live. You had your little procedure, mm-hmm. but you ain't gonna sit up here. You ain't gonna sit up here and act like you ain't used to having no rectal exam. That's not what we should do. <laughs> first thing, first thing in this in this evening. <laughs> um, I went out last night. Like, I, I remember the other day how Funky was struggling on the show. Y'all didn't see so many, but in between the commercials, he was like. He wasn't speaking to us, but then he came. I will say to his credit, he came alive during the show. I felt like that ever since I woke up this morning. I went out with my friends last night. One drink led to five. And you know, I'm a lightweight. Y'all know when we hang out. I, I'm be the one drinking a little punk ass, little weak ass Moscatos. I was drinking um, uh, green tea shots mm-hmm. and, and, oh, wow. and, and uh, lemon drops and not. You're at a sushi bar. Yeah, sushi bar. And yeah, I was, I'm, I've been in bed all day. I got pajamas on from the waist down. I'm going right back to bed after we're done with this show. I'm struck. Y'all got any tips to speed this thing up? Ivy bag, Ivy bag, uh, Ivy bag, better morning, ginger pills. Uh, get you some wonton soup for the Chinese place. Okay. All right. All right, y'all. Let's get into the show. Uh, anybody drinking tonight? I know I'm not. I don't want to hear nothing about no drinks today. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm drinking my Arizona, my Arizona iced tea. I'm not allowed, so... People gonna think we we got brand new now. We got five days, and ever since it's like we hardly ever drink anymore. You know, Somebody, I, mean? I saw that comment. Yeah, but mm-hmm. anyhow, let's get to these topics, child. All right, before we get into these hot topics, we like to send our prayers to Bronny James, who suffered a cardiac arrest during his workout at USC. Uh, Bronny was treated at the hospital and now is in stable condition. Fellas, do you have anything to say? Any words you'd like to offer? You know, beyond uh, Bronny, we're praying for you and 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 Savannah and LeBron. I'm praying for your camp, com- for your family's comfort during this time of need. Um, I hope he gets well soon, and and we're praying that he makes a full recovery and that you know peace and order is restored in your home. Al, you know, besides just prayer and thoughts to the James family, you know, last year at USC, a freshman had the exact same incident. There was a cardiac arrest last year during summer camp. Um, while the fellows were playing. And so the the staff, the medical staff there was very prepared for this incident, even though it was tragic. They got to him fast. They got him into recovery, got him into the hospital. And I'm just saying, let's go with this speedy recovery and return to school and to the courts, because we know the freshman that had this happen to him last year returned back to the courts in six months in full swing. So, Ronnie, we're looking for you for a full recovery and can't wait to see you get back on the courts. I agree. I echo both your sentiments. And um, it's sad that, you know, we're seeing this more and more often with younger folks uh, having these issues with their heart. I'm going to need people that are not scientists or doctors to uh, shut up on this one because I see already people on Twitter with their conspiracy theories. And let's just let this young man heal and recover. All right. Young Miami is having to defend her parenting skills after a video went viral of her 10 year old son throwing money at strippers. A Twitter user posted the video and wrote, You going to address this or? Young Miami responded, my son at Rolling Loud having a ball backstage. Let's address it. All right. Uh, do you think it's appropriate or is social media being hard on Young Miami? Funky, I'm going to go to you first because you say, you know, she's Miami girl and you want to see the, the culture more that she's a part of. You know what? Young Miami in most instances can't do no wrong in my book. But I, here's here's what I have to point out because I'm, 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 I'm going I'm to spread this conversation out a little bit. Where's the outrage, right? We got a situation now where some of y'all who claim that you're not homophobic and you're not transphobic. Y'all have so many issues with 
those one or two videos that y'all seen of families that have been on vacation and had their children at the drag shows. All right. And y'all hide behind, uh, you know, oh, kids shouldn't be at that. That's not for kids. Y'all always pushing y'all sexuality on the kids. What about the kids? But when it's the sexuality that you're in line with, all of a sudden everything is silent. It's not so loud. And it's, th there's no outrage. First and foremost, it's very few far and in between that families even bring children to drag shows. That's number one. It was a whole propagated issue that really wasn't even an issue. Number two, y'all love to throw out their children, let them do whatever they want to do and raise their children however they want to raise their children. But if we're going to draw a line in the sand when it comes to children being at drag shows, citing that it's too sexual in nature, then we damn sure going to call the Department of Children and Families when he's throwing money at a stripper. Child, money, and stripper should never be in the same sentence. But yet, because y'all are comfortable with heterosexuality, everybody is so damn quiet. Government people, government people, Ron DeSantis, the Trump people, where y'all at? Where the laws banning children from being backstage at concerts? Where the, where's the Marjorie Taylor Greene and all the other conservative Republicans? If it's good for the goose, it has to be good for the gander. Now, listen, I don't think Carisha nor her mama Kenya will ever put that young boy in harm's way. I think overall, she's a great parent. I think she wanted to bring her child to Rolling Loud to see her perform. I'm pretty sure she probably didn't know that was going on backstage. Probably didn't even have anybody to watch his ass at that point. I'm sure this doesn't happen on a regular occasion, but the optics of it all do not look well. Okay, thank you for that. Al, what do you think about this? Yeah, I, you know, I'm a, I think I'm going to add the heat that Funky brought on this, even though he, he was nice at the end. This is embarrassing. I'm sorry. You know, we like Carisha on this show, but it's, it's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. This is exactly what I'm talking about when we say with these new parents. This is why kids are acting up at school. This is why they're beating up their teachers. This is why they're over-sexualizing women and young girls. Do you know that 16-year-old girls, and we're talking about 16-year-old girls, are four times more likely to be raped, um, um, sexually assaulted, or attempted to be raped by, by kids that are under the age of 18 years old. That is sad to me. And that number comes specifically from over-sexualizing um, experiences in these young men's lives, whether it's the internet or whether it's at a concert, watching booties flap up and down and throwing money. This is not a good look. We as people got to do better. And Carisha, for sure, you've got to know that this was not the smartest thing to let be seen in the public. Uh, yeah, you know me. I always say when in a race to the bottom. Again, I like her. I think she's charismatic and funny. But, you know, that doesn't get you a pass. And I'm going to say her along with Blueface, along with Boosie, let your kids be kids as long as possible. We're going to have plenty of time for them to be around sex, be around strippers. Let them make that decision. Uh, I, I just think it's really weird to have your kid in that situation. I remember being like that age and being really freaked out by body parts and sex. And, and like it, it felt like weird and uncomfortable because I was a child, you know, and, and I, I just think that we got to get away from that. And, uh, you know, across the board. Stop exposing kids to violent music, to sex, to drugs, to lean. They shouldn't even know what a stripper is at 10 years old, you know? And I just think it's really sad. We're taking away the innocence way too early. There's plenty of time for them to be ratchet. Uh, we have some comments. I am uh, a toll said, it doesn't matter if it happens on a regular occasion. One time is bad enough. 
Auto Northfleet said, immature parents raising immature kids. Shaking my head. Shauna W said, he shouldn't even know what to do when he sees a stripper. And Cali Girl Shot said, her child's her choice. Oh, and Cheryl said, uh, that's a lie, Funky. People are upset. Hence, it's on the show. All right. Moving on. Monica jumped into, uh, stopped her performance to jump into the audience and confront a man who allegedly punched a woman in the crowd. Take a look. And this is why we love Monica. One of the many reasons I think that was a beautiful thing mm. to stop the show right in the middle of that and stop whatever was, mm. she saw was happening. What's wrong, Al? She did the right thing in this instance, but I'm looking at Monica's side eye, and I'll tell you why. She was just hanging out with Kodak Black, correct? There were rumors about them dating. They were all over each, each other's IG. And doesn't Kodak Black have a long history of abusing women? And isn't he even in prison after pleading guilty for rape charges? And not to mention that, she just recently did a photo shoot with uh, the game. And, and excuse me if I'm wrong, but didn't Kodak, didn't uh, the game plead guilty or get convicted of abusing a woman? He's paying out now $7.1 million. Come on now, I need you to have the same energy in front of and on the stage and off the stage and behind the scenes. This is not making a lot of sense to me. So do you think she shouldn't be commended for this moment? Oh, I said she did the right thing. That was my commending her for that moment. Uh, Justin Ramel said, but then Monica's still friends with problematic men, so she's echoing your opinion. Uh, Q, what do you think? Listen, Monica's a stand-up girl. I love Monica. Monica could never do no wrong in my book. At a minimum, it was the right thing to do to stop the concert and or bring attention to the situation to help security get to it. I heard um, from what I saw that it was a guy and an, and an, and an older woman, which made the situation worse. Um, so, you know, as far as her uh, relationships and affiliations with other people outside of that, I don't really know nothing about all that. I ain't even gonna get into that, but mm -hmm. she did the right thing. I I I agree. Jolanda Mill says, wasn't she in love with C Murder? Um, I'm sure if you dig into all of our friendships, we probably have some problematic people in our lives, not to excuse it, because it's not an excuse for it. And I don't think you should endorse your people that are living foul. But if I see something in front of me, even if I do have a friend that messed up in the past, ain't gonna stop me from checking someone in the audience. And I'm glad she did that. All right, coming up next, we are catching up with Candy Burris. Y'all been waiting for this, and we see y'all excited in the chat. And later, find out why Ari Fletcher is annoyed with her fans. We'll get into that after this. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Tonight we have the ever so fabulous Grammy award-winning recording artist and star of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, Candy Burris. But wait, woo -woo! before we bring her out, here's a look at the Real Housewives of Atlanta. You going to check on Drew? No, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> I've seen Drew have worse arguments and not get that emotional. So it felt like we were in a movie. <laughs> you know, it was like. <laughs> and see. Please welcome Candy Burris. What's up, Candy? 
What's up, y'all? How you doing? <laughs> we are good. Hey, before we get into the tea, uh, we must celebrate your success and journey to achieving, uh, becoming an EGOT winner. Well, I'm not an EGOT winner yet. Well, mm-hmm. well we, 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 gonna, we, gonna call, we gonna claim it. We gonna call it into existence. Okay. Almost there, I, I, I accept it. Hold hands and agree. Yes. You're almost there. And I, I, I think uh, whatever you set your mind to, you're going to do it. We see that with you. How does it feel to be so close to this amazing uh, milestone and goal? Um, To be nominated this year for Emmy and Tony at the same time, it just kind of like really pushed me even more to let me know that it, it I can really do it. Like mm-hmm. I can really make it happen. Cause you know, a lot of times you have dreams or goals and, and nobody believes you. You just always saying it, but everybody's giving you the side. I like, yeah, okay. But then that made it real. Like, okay. Like I'm not tripping. Like I can really do this. Oh, cool. Now, Candy, you're a Grammy winner. You're a Tony nominated for the piano lesson. You're Emmy nominated for the LA music La Familiar. Can you tell me, oh, and I want to say thank you for always stopping and talking to Fox Soul on the red carpet. You guys have no idea how everybody's grabbing her all the time, but she always makes it to me and she always gives me time. Thank you so much. I mean that from the bottom of my heart, but Outside of your groundbreaking music career, you starred in the Real Housewives of Atlanta for 14 seasons. And as a businesswoman, is is you balance so many projects all the time. Are you starting to find yourself losing interest in the show or will you continue to use the show as a platform to promote all the other amazing things that you're doing in business? Um, I think that obviously, you know, Housewives Bravo is a great platform to be on, right? It's like you know, people who watch the show are really invested in the show and they really feel like they have grown up with us and are a part of what we're doing. So I love being a part of that, but I'm not even gonna lie to you. Being a part of show, a show for 14 years, it's it's it feels weird to even think of myself not being a part of it, even though I know that's gonna happen one day. Cause it's like when you're a part of like it's if you worked a job, you know, for a long time, it's just kind of hard the thought of just not being so to say, am I still invested? Yes. Because like right now, it's almost like a part of my life and what I where I've been doing for so long. Right, right, right. So child, you already know it's time to get down to the T, right? Oh, Lord, Jesus. <laughs> and we, we got you on TGIF. Y'all know me. We got to get to the T. So, look, we played a clip earlier of you and Drew Sedora, and you pointed out, you know, Drew's antics over the $1,000 lawsuit. Now, people want to know, what is your biggest issue with Drew, and do you think she's overreacting? I mean, I didn't have, like, a big issue with her. I really was just kind of, like, not phased. You know, she was you know, having a moment and I wasn't phased by it. And everybody was like, well, why are you not concerned? And I was like, I just I felt like she kind of was overreacting just simply because, you know, all the time she's going back and forth with people for the last. I don't know how long she's been on here. And mm-hmm. that just didn't seem like the moment that was going to take her over the edge to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. OK, and scene. It seemed like <laughs> that makes perfect sense. The dramatic. Now, let's switch gears real quick. We got to talk about my girl, who's actually one of my favorite side housewives, Mama Joyce. All right. Oh, Mama. We, we got to talk about your mama. Uh, okay. You know, it, it goes without saying the beef that your mother has with Todd. 
Is it challenging for you and Ty to maintain a healthy relationship while dealing with your mother's disapproval from time to time? And, you know, folks want to know, have you ever thought about setting like firm, clear boundaries with your mother? Well, okay. So let me say it's on and off. So like right now at this moment, we are all in a good space. Right. But for months, like from at the Bravo con last year, all the way up until like May, you know, it was very, very weird energy within the family. You know what I mean? Like not being able to all of us being in the same room at the same time. So yeah, it's like on and off, we still be having drama over the years. And you would think it would have changed by now, seeing as though me and Ma- Todd been married and I, Todd and I have been married for nine and a half years at this point. Wow. But, um, so it's just kind of like, yeah, sometimes it's real stressful, but my mom now she says that she going to, you know, let us live, let us, you know, be happy or whatever. So we're in a good space. Uh-huh. But um, overall, I think a lot of people don't understand the dynamic of how my family rolls. Like my mom is the youngest of 14 kids and all of my cousins, we're like that with our aunt, with my aunts and my um, uncles as well. Like we don't really talk back. Like, even though we grown is, I don't know what, like, we still, like, let them have it. Aunt Bertha, Aunt Nora, they like that with their kids, too. So I I can't even imagine, like, snapping at my mom for real. Like, I say what I have to say more than more now than I used to. But even still, it's like only so much I'm going to say because that's the type of respect that we have for the elders in our family. Lauren uh, Olivia said, "Mama Joyce deserves a peach more than half the actual housewives." I think people I, I agree. So too. I agree. <laughs> I love your mom. Your mom always show love. I, I she's I, she's hilarious. But Mama I Joyce it. and Peter, we got to give Peter a peach too. I'm just saying, child. I mean, listen, when Peter was on that thing, he had it going on. So, I mean, Mama Joy. He does. He was giving housewife. Right. Housewife. Now, Candy, we we definitely got a bunch of questions from the soulmates. They definitely sent in their questions. So, Art Me Dion asks, why does Candy always expose people's business? But as soon as anyone talks about her, it's immediately shut down. Do you think that's true, A? And what do you say to people that say that? Okay, I don't think it's true. Mm-hmm. because I pretty much then had to talk about everything in my life throughout the years that I've been on the show. I don't think there's ever been a time that I haven't been able to talk about something, you know, like I think Marlo tried to say that I didn't want to talk about the thing, like the stuff that happened with my cousin getting shot at blood at blaze or whatever, but I just didn't want to talk to her. Cause I wasn't, you know, messing with her or whatever, but it wasn't that I wasn't talking about it. They saw me in the scene talking with somebody else about the situation. So I will not agree with him. And I feel like, yeah, if, if the com- if the conversation is about the other person then I should be able to say what I want to say. And, and people like, you know, in real life, you would not really discuss painful stuff or that's ex- like kind of giving someone ammunition to someone life anyway so why would you do that on camera like i right i I mean she and i i just don't i mean i just wasn't messing with her like that so i already know how she you know try to antagonize people or whatever but i was just feeling like you know why am i talking about it with you right right well we have another question candy uh follow the gent he asked this question will she and tamar ever reconcile what are your thoughts Um, we, we ain't really on the best of terms, obviously, and we ain't really got much to talk about. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the way you, yeah. Like, like, we ain't really got much to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I don't really see <laughs> for what. Well, for what reason? Well, Candy, let me ask you this: We cannot let you leave without discussing the chart-topping group escape. How's everything going? And have you spoken to Latasha lately? And do you believe they took that lady money? Oh, <laughs> I didn't ask do, that. Do you believe they took that lady money? Candy got to know. You know, don't you? You know. That's multiple questions in one. Okay. Um, so the first question was what? What's happening with my group right now? Yeah, Escape. Have you okay. talked to Latasha? I have not talked to Latasha. Right now, it's just the three, me, Tiny, and Tamika performing together. So I haven't spoken to Tasha. And um, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Oh, do you think they took the money? Oh, do I believe... I believe to me in the situation. Yeah. Just simply because back when it happened, um, tiny's mom was really like helping find what happened, what happened to the money. Like she was in contact with the union that was doing the collections on that money to send to us. So because she basically backed what Tamika is saying now, you know? So yeah, I believe it. I have, I have one more question about that. Y'all, y'all were rocking for a long time. And I know uh, uh, with any group of, you know, people working together or, you know, you, you're going to have issues, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a lot of people talk about her husband's influence. Do you really think a lot of this is because of her relationship with her husband, him interfering? Or do you think, or is this a different person than what you came up with? Or is this how it's always kind of been? It's always been like this. <laughs> it's always been. So it's not, we can't yeah, put it on Rocky. It's not Rocky. No, 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 no. He was there back when we were younger. So I I always felt like, you know, he was too involved within, you know, what was going on with us. Like it always was, you know, some drama, you know, dealing with that situation. And then as we got older, we all, when I came back and we all made up and we were back together, it was a thing of, I was like, okay, like everybody on the same page, our men are not going to be involving themselves in our business. Like we going to, move forward and really just let our business people deal with it and not involve our significant others. But for whatever reason, she doesn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just like, I cannot. It feels like he's got a hold on her. Candy, let me ask you this. What is the status of you guys' friendship slash relationship with SWV? And two, um, when you guys decided to move on without Latasha, did you think that the fans would be this receptive and that you guys would be as big as y'all are now? And can she ever come back? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, as far as about her coming back and whatever, like, I don't really feel like, you know, it's for me to say, like, I feel like let Tasha and Tamika figure out their family dynamic first. And then the group, conversation should happen after, you know, like once they get on the same page, because, you know, I've never even experienced like all our life, you know, Tasha and I have had like our back and forth or whatever, but I've never really experienced the two of them not being on the same page. So that really makes it to where it's a major divide, you know, so let them figure that out. And then we can talk about the rest later. But, um, and then, uh, what was, Oh, you said about SWV with SWV. I haven't talked to SWV since the show, I think. 
I, I don't. Oh no, no. Since we did the promo since the show been on air, so I know they got upset a lot about you know what was said in the show. But I didn't really feel like we said anything any more disrespectful than they did. You know what I mean? So I don't understand why everybody got all in their feelings. Like I just, you know, I didn't. Honestly, to this day, I don't feel like I said anything that just wasn't based on business. You know what I mean? I wasn't trying to take any digs at them personally or anything like that. I was just really strict, strictly trying to say, hey, this is what we've been doing. We've been already headlining the shows. We want to continue to do that. And they got really offended and it went left. So um, 14 years of being on Atlanta Housewives, you're the longest the standing housewife. Anybody you want to bring back to uh, the show? Ooh, or do you like <laughs> it the way it is? Um, I just kind of feel like there have been lots of people who were good on the show when they were on the show. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there, there aren't, it's only a few that just wasn't like, yeah, you know, that, that didn't necessarily fit. So mm -hmm. I just feel like a lot of y'all, I mean, come on, Claudia, you come on back too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of y'all were good for the show and for whatever reason, I don't know why they switched whoever out, but, um, there are a few people that definitely, you know, would be good on the show. <laughs> you were you were super nice when I was there. And I remember when I was leaving, you were like, come on, man, do one more season. It's going to help. Because you. I felt like, you know, I, I, I understood that you, you know, felt like it was kind of disrespectful to go from being a housewife to a friend of the show. But I saw how that still could have been beneficial for yeah. you. And obviously seeing what everybody else is doing, they done went from being friends, the back being peach holders, the back being friends, you know, like it's been going back and forth ever since. So, you know, it really, you know, you could have stayed. Honestly, I, I regretted it later. I thought about it. You know, at the time I was emotional and then, uh, yeah, but I wasn't asking myself, but you know, you know, there's a lot of people bringing up different names on there. I'm going to just let that live right there. I mean, you know, it's so funny to me because I think a lot of people feel like I have like some type of control of who they pick and I really don't, you know, but I mean, some people, we get this. There's a lot of them that would be great for the show. A lot of, you know, the OGs or whatever, but I ain't got nothing to do with if they get to come back or not. So I say a lot of them was good when they was here. They they was killing it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Why you say it like that? Okay. No, I'm, at, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, they want to know if you would ever have a sit down with Carlos King. Oh, well, what about Phaedra? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> and I don't even know why people always be trying to like force that. You know, good I mean? TV. Just because we messy and we nosy, that's all. That, that, that's yeah, the like, only reason. To me, that that is like that that boat done sailed a long time ago, and it ain't even no reason to bring it back. You know what I mean? Like I don't. You know, people always act like I'm blocking her some kind of way. I'm not blocking her. She done been on multiple shows. She's on Married to Medicine right now. She done been on multiple TV shows. So mm -hmm. I'm like, why everybody be trying to keep sending me and her together? I don't know. <laughs> right. Oh, I think I, I don't blame you. Candy, you're super busy, super books. Uh, what can we expect from you next? Aside, you know, you, you, you keep a job, a play, a production, a, a award. You, you, right you... now, um, we are producing The Wiz. And um, it is going, it's starting on tour at first. So it will be Baltimore, I believe we come in next 
no, September. We started a tour in September and we go all the way around until March of next year. Um, it's going to be on Broadway. It's going to start on Broadway. So I'm super excited about that. We got some great people in it. Avery Wilson, um, Wayne Brady is going to be our um, whiz. Deborah Cox is going to be like, we got some real singers mm-hmm. in this but show. You know so I'm excited. One thing about you, Candy, no one can't say you're, you're not a girl's girl. You don't support other women. You provide a lot of opportunities for a lot of people, and women and men, actually. So kudos to you. And make Thank sure you. we get some tickets for the premiere. We love to be there. Okay. We'll send you some tickets. Mm-hmm. All coming through? What's yes. up? Yeah, well, definitely. I, can't, I'll tell you, I'll come to Atlanta anytime. I got to pass. So, yeah, definitely. Well, thank you, Candy. All thanks right. Well, thanks for having me, y'all. Thanks all for right. having me being here. All right, Candy. Please follow Bye. Candy on all her endeavors and get and support her, her productions. Coming up next, find out why Ari Fletcher is annoyed with her fans. And later, what would you do in a sticky situation? Play along in the chat. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, there's nothing better than a little retail therapy, especially when I can do it from my home in my pajamas. That's why I love Ghost Bed, makers of the coolest beds in the world. If you've ever shopped for a mattress, you know how overwhelming it can be. Maybe you like the contouring feeling of memory foam, or maybe you want a little bit of bounce, or maybe you have no idea what you want. If that's the case, GhostBed is for you. For the last 20 plus years, the team behind GhostBed has been designing comfortable mattresses that are built to last. And they are experts when it comes to pairing customers with the right mattress based on things like sleeping position, lifestyle, and more. So go ahead and go to ghostbed.com today and take their online quiz to get your personalized recommendation or connect with GhostBed's sleep experts for a one-on-one consultation via phone or chat. Now orders ship free and fast, and you'll also get a 101 night sleep trial to make sure the mattress is the right fit for you. For a limited time, our listeners can get an exclusive offer. Take 40% off all ghost bed mattresses, plus get two luxury pillows. Use promo code T at ghostbed.com slash T to take advantage of the offer. That's www.ghostbed.com slash T with promo code T. Uh, you guys enjoying your ghost bed? Al, I know you're going to be sleeping real good tonight. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not in my home. But, you know, I love I like ghost beds so much that I, I do their linen as well. And one of the key thing about the pillow and the linen is that it has that cooling effect. And for me, cooling effect really relaxes me enough to help, help me have a really good night's sleep. Okay, and Funky, how's the ghost bed holding up for you and your gentleman callers? Well, you know, so uh, well, first of all, Funky is off the market, so I don't have gentleman callers anymore. But it's Hold so up. because I um, actually sent a ghost bed pillow to um, my friend, and uh, I'm waiting for him to get it. And I'm gonna come back and let you guys know how good it is. But I sent him one as a gift because he likes to rest like I do. And uh, I'm sure he's going to love it. I love it so much that I knew it was something that he had to have. So that that's, I don't buy boys stuff. Okay. So that goes to show you guys how much I love this product. Funky glowing talking about ghost bed and his new boo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Promotion considerations furnished by ghost bed. Let's get back to some hot topics. Funky, you got a boyfriend now. 
Go on to the next thing, Claudia. I tell uh, other people uh, business, not mine. You are a topic. <laughs> I tell other people. I tell these hoes the business, not mine. Uh, look at your friend smiling. I know. I see. Mm, let me find out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ari Fletcher's fans seem to be getting under her skin. She tweeted, stop sending me y'all stories and life problems asking me for money. That is so annoying. I have a story and a life problem as well. So does my friends and family. Please stop. Have your friends, I mean, have your fans ever asked y'all for money, Al? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's shocking, too. That's new for me, too. People asking me for money is not new, but fans asking me for money and, and sharing their hardship has been an interesting thing to get. And I'm like, I don't even know you. Like, why would you ask someone that you do not know at all for money? That doesn't make any sense to me. But with Ari Fletcher, now, didn't, doesn't her, isn't her baby daddy... G Herbo. Mm-hmm. And isn't he going to prison for five years for wire fraud? So maybe she's sensitive about money issues because people that she's been with, their money has always been funny. I know she makes a lot of money in club bookings. So she was, she was getting paid a lot. I was like, damn, let me find a rap though. Said how to relationship with. Q, they ask you for money, then your DMs ask for bread. Well, yeah, y'all know I did an Instagram post the other day about people sending me unsolicited uh, cash app requests, and I absolutely hate it. I do get it all the time, but I also, you know, Aubrey's brand, more so than mine, is one of very flashy, 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 diamond, 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 latest this, latest that. So it comes with the territory. Like it's annoying, but it wouldn't have moved me to chorus. It wouldn't have moved me to, 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 to do all that. Um, we live blessed lives. You know, it comes with the territory. You know, it's like, you want to celebrate your wins and like, you know, you're happy. Like we, po- we listen, we're a social media world now, right? Everything we communicate on social media, we post topics, we share our lives and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, on one hand, you want to like celebrate your wins and be proud of the stuff you do or have, but then also it does attract that. Unfortunately, and um, I, I get the same things too, Funky, all the time. Emails, sob stories. And I do feel bad for some of them. During COVID, I was giving people money. But it's really frustrating when they lie too. You know, they be lying about things. I remember one time a guy asked me for $7,500. I'm like, what would make you ask me on your list of mom, dad, friends, best friends, cousins, like to get to me? Well, it, it's, I don't understand that mentality. I don't understand that. A complete stranger. Like, Al, that's, that's totally weird. All right, y'all, keep it locked because coming up next, we find out what would you do, what you would do in a sticky situation and later find out what happened after a transgender man gave police the finger. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Shout out to the soulmates in the chat. We see y'all over 5,000. All right, soulmates. You see, that one, you see that one comment over there, Claudia? Which one? Look at the one that say from Russell Wingfield. Hey, Funky. It's your classmate. Remember, you used to cheat off my work? The good old days. So proud of you. Aw. Bitch, I don't know no Russell Wingfield. <laughs> I went to school with nobody named no damn Russell, and I was always one of the smartest kids in every class I've ever been in. It was the other way around. People was cheating off my paper. Now, you got 30 seconds to put your real name in that chat if we were classmates. Um, so I don't know if you trolling or... I don't remember going to no school with no Russell. 
You knew everybody in your class? You don't think maybe you just don't remember? I wasn't gifted. They were, our, my classes were very small. There were always <laughs> 16 of us or less. And we had all four classes together and only two electives that we have with the mainstream children. So again, I don't know no Russell. And in college, I wasn't cheating on people papers. I was plagiarizing out the books, out the library. So <laughs> that's that on that. Now go on to the next thing, Claudia. <laughs> We should talk about that one day about people claiming they know us when they don't, or they had sex with us or that they met us or what what have you. Unless your name wasn't Russell Wingfield, but I don't know no Russell or remember you. And Russell, explain yourself, Russell. Sorry. (laughs) Russell, explain. He's saying he's proud of you too. Damn. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) What school did we go to? What classes did we have? I don't remember. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm like Nene and Phaedra in that scene. Like, I, I, oh, mates, have you ever thought about how you would handle yourself if you were placed in the midst of an unexpected situation? Like I just like Russell? <laughs> <laughs> well, we like for you to chime in as we present various scenarios in a fun segment we like to call hashtag WWYD. I'm still looking for Russell to explain himself. They're saying, poor Russell, I'm screaming. All right, y'all, a Brazilian woman revealed that she fell in love with the man who robbed her of her phone. The man who robbed her said, when I saw her photo on the phone, I said to myself, what a beautiful brunette. You don't see a brunette like that every day, and I regret stealing it. The two have been dating for two years. What would you do if someone mugged you and then asked you out on a date, Al? That would be a no for me. Although I don't think this story is real. There is a condition though, Claudia, called hybristophilia, which in in cultural terms is called the Bonnie and Clyde (laughs) syndrome. And they they say that the African-American community is affected by this most, that women find themselves attracted to the bad guys like the drug dealers, the pimps, the hustlers, the gangbangers, because of this cultural thing called Bonnie and Clyde. They they get sexually aroused when the person that they with is like a bad boy, commits crime or, or does criminal activities and type of stuff. A lot of psychologists have written about this and it's very interesting. Go ahead, Funky. I saw you roll them eyes. You know, and, and it's so funny because I can't even get mad. I'm not mad nor frustrated with Al. I'm just frustrated with the world because we always find a condition for talking. It's so funny because last night, a homegirl of mine, we were having a conversation about women liking bad boys. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned the African-American thing because we were speaking of some high-level, highly educated, career-driven women who got street dudes to this day, and we all 40. So there is a bit of something to this, ladies, for all of y'all out there that say, I like a thug, I like a corporate thug. I mean, there is a little something to it. I am. Oh, so- what, what would I do? You couldn't mug me and uh, talk to me ever again, no. I... I've never been into Babel. I'm sorry. When I was 17, I liked a guy for about two weeks. And you know what it took for me to get over it? We were on the corner just talking and a police car drove by, not even looking at And they started chasing him. Then they beat him up and he got stitches in his chin. I was like, is this what being with a bat? 
like, you can't rob me and then ask me out. You can ask me for money and ask me out. You can't do none of that and ask me out. Uh, Alexander Walker said, didn't, I don't know if I want to read that. I don't want to read that. I can't talk about the dead. They talk about it said, didn't DMX rob his wife? I know who's sending me a Oh, you know what? We're going to move on. A man in Texas smashed a car windshield to save a baby who'd been forgotten in a scorching hot car. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says it only takes 10 minutes for, in a, for a car to heat up by 20 degrees. What would you do if you saw a baby left behind in a car? Funky? Exactly what this man did. Crowbar, tire changing thing, smash the window, get the baby out. That's right, Al? Absolutely the same thing, especially after I read the statistics that 33 kids died in cars in 2022. I would have done the exact same thing. Yeah, they acted quickly. I heard the parents accidentally locked the keys in the car. It wasn't like a neglect thing. They my, my mother did that to my little brother uh, before one time, but it was nighttime at Publix and the officer had the thing to open the car. We were uh -huh. able to get him out, but he was. Oh, yeah. Did you know that July was the hottest month? on earth ever since they've been recording temp recording temperatures of heat july this july this past july that's ending in a couple of days has been the hottest month ever on earth they said it up for over a hundred thousand years and the the earth's temperatures are going up crazy we are definitely melting our polar caps expect floods and also the corals all dying off in florida and major hurricanes, because we all know the purpose of hurricanes is to redistribute heat from the equator to the rest of the world. So, man, this is uh, the end of times. All right. A boyfriend was bothered after his girlfriend admitted she would smash Drake if she had a guilt free pass. He called his girlfriend thirsty and said that he would not sleep with another woman if he had the same pass. Yeah, right. OK, what would you do if your significant other admitted they would you know, want to sleep with someone else? Al? As long as we've had a discussion, and I think most people have this discussion, especially if you've been with someone for a while, everybody has like a hall pass discussion, right? I, I, I feel like it's as long as you're, you're open, you're honest, you're transparent, then it's, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Q? People should not play these immature hypothetical games with their lovers if, if you're not, can't handle it. Um, what was the question, Claudia? What would I do if what? Uh, your, your your significant other said that they would have sex with someone else. You know, they ask you about I that. Would, I, I, I would love it. And the next time we got in bed, we would role play and I would play it like I was that person. Like, it wouldn't be a thing. I find it hot. I love vulnerability in my lovers. I love knowing that, ooh, that's the type of person that turns him on. I love being in the mall, being like, watch this Negro look at this boy that's about to pass by. Watch. I, I like it. You got to know who you're with, though, right? Like, you can play that game with certain people and certain people you cannot play with that game with. He seemed like probably if it was in pub private, they could have probably joked about it. But, you know, sometimes when you put stuff publicly and you do it on camera, he probably feels away. All right. Coming up next, find out what happened after a transgender man flipped off the police. We'll be right back. Jackie's breaking of the color barrier is the greatest moment in the history of baseball. The Rising, celebrating black athletes. I heard that he was picked. I said, there's no looking back. We're in. In sport and beyond. 
A lot of people kind of use this analogy talking about Black Lives Matter as a movement. When you're black, it's not a movement. It's a lifestyle. Back-to-back episodes every Wednesday. There should be no stereotypes, you know? Stereotypes are meant to be broken. So let's break them all down. On Fox Soul. Welcome inside the black box. So you guys ready to have some fun? Forget the acting studio. I'm here with you guys. Creativity will find its way. It doesn't matter what the ethnicity is. Television and movies are the mediums of stereotypes. Just because we all have the same color don't mean we have the same experience. Your uniqueness is your greatness. Welcome inside the black box. Every Monday on Fox Soul. During a recent performance of Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony, a woman reportedly experienced a loud and full-body orgasm. Macmillan and Morrow. What would you do if you was on a date with somebody in that happened? I would be like, wow. Every Thursday. And let's do this again. This saves me some work. So you would play the song for him anytime you felt like Listen, you anytime I was tired and didn't feel like it, go on and put on Tchaikovsky. This might save some marriage. It could. We like for you to chime in in the chat. TGIF. Alex S. Vogel is coming for my Wi-Fi. Said five dollars. Claudia's Wi-Fi goes out right now. <laughs> Live and interactive. See down here in Florida, we got a set of rules. <laughs> it's okay to sleep with people husband, but you're not supposed to sleep with people wives. Sheila Smith said, "Y'all making me scared of Florida." <laughs> five days a week. I'm classy based. I damn sure what I'm doing. First, first of all, we're not going to start lying now that we have five days a week. Join the fun on Fox Soul. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, a transgender man was body slammed to the ground and beaten after giving the police the middle finger. Emmett Brock said he flipped off the police officer as he was driving. Wait, I- because the officer was having a heated argument with a woman. What do you think about this? Al, what do you think about this story? You know what? This, is, this was horrible the way this trans woman, I mean, tra- trans man, sorry, this trans man was slammed to the ground. But let me tell you something that I learned. What I found was interesting. This is the same police sheriff's office that slammed that older woman who was recording her husband, who they said was shoplifting. Mm-hmm. This is the same police department that slammed her down. However, they, they, the response, the outrage is not like the outrage that you see coming from the trans community. The Los Angeles LGBT Center has issued a statement and has called for his suspension and want immediate action by tomorrow. Where was that same push for justice in our community, in the black community? Where was the NAACP statement when that elderly woman got slammed to the ground? This is what I'm talking about being advocates for this, showing the same interest. When I tell you because this is a trans issue and a trans community has gotten behind them that they're gonna see results, they're gonna see results. We need the same way and the same results in our community. We've got to do better, y'all. All right, Funky. And to clarify our statement, he's not pitting the two communities against each other. He's saying black people, we need to rally and stand together the same way the trans people do for their community. If I'm interpreting you correctly. Absolutely. All right. So first things first, I don't like the way this article reads, right? Like we should not be upset that the person got slammed on the ground because they were a trans person. The trans, in my opinion, is the the pettiest, most non-needed detail of this entire story. It's not needed. Article should read 
being down on the ground. That's first and foremost. We're currently in the midst of this big trans situation, right? And there's a subsection of y'all that are super upset and saying that the trans women are nothing but men in dresses. Following that logic, then this is nothing but a woman in pants. Where is the female community that's not so here for the trans and believe that they are the sex that they were when they were at birth, where y'all at hollering about her rights? And I'm misgendering her because according to y'all logic, she's a she. So women, where are y'all at in supporting this trans man, this she, this girl that's playing dress up, according to y'all's logic, that got slammed? Where you at? And that's the nuance piece about the transphobia stuff. This thing has gotten very muddy. But I just want to know where y'all at, because sis, this y'all sister. I don't know, but um, I'm more about the less take, less it, it being less about the trans thing, like you said, because I feel like it's a very triggering thing to say right now. And as soon as we say it, the people are in the chat saying, oh, TGIF is becoming, you know, it's clickbait. And, and that's exactly what it feels like sometimes. But that's how these articles are written. Sometimes, you know, I feel a little guilty when we have to cover them. And the way they're worded, it, you know, it, it definitely can uh, make folks feel a way. Um, I don't know much about this story, I will say, uh, but I w will say that I'm just sick and tired of police treating elderly, black people, trans, straight, heterosexual, cis, natural born, whatever. Been bombarded by so many cases in the past few years, they were almost desensitized. You know, it's like, it seems like uh, what, every day we're getting these, every day this is happening. And um, I, I made that might even be by design. Because how can you possibly keep up with all of them? All right, let's take a look at Funky's recent post with this last minute we have left. Women, take y'all power back. Start bleeping these gay dudes and trans women's boyfriends and see how they like it. Q, explain yourself. You know, I just woke up this morning with a wild hair in my, up my ass. I was trolling. This trans conversation has gotten so out of hand. And I saw somebody posting something about the DL men. I can't have a man because they all gay and they all trans and they want to be women. And I was just being flippant and saying, listen, if y'all so mad and the trans hunching y'all mans, they hunch the trans men's back and hunch the gay boys back and let's get even. That's what I was saying. And a quick happy birthday. Shout out to our big soulmate, Lawanda Favor Torrance. We love you. Oh, and also happy shout out to Trisha Broomfield. I have some shout outs, but they're in my other computer. So I promise I know I'm late. I'm supposed to do it on Monday. I will do them tomorrow. Uh, all right, y'all. I want to thank my co-host, Al Reynolds, Funky Dineva, for joining me tonight. Uh, thank you for watching us on YouTube and for all your commentary and everything. Stay tuned for Crockett's Corner. And of course, we will see you right back here tomorrow. Send us your birthday shout outs. We're going to try to get to some as much as we can. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, so much. Have a good night.